at the Poker Stars Panama Championship. It's getting hot in here because Kenny Smarin and what's what's Timofeyev's first name? Dennis. Dennis Timofeyev are going to play quite the pot, and quite the pot it is indeed. We're sure you're going to agree, but we're going to look at it in depth right now on the breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You're you're gesturing like a demagogue during this opening. It's <laughs> like going nuts over there. You know, you're passionate. You care about what you're talking about. You get into it. Your hands yeah, move. like nothing, a demagogue. Nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. Or like, you know, a um, someone who cares about children. Uh, the poor. <laughs> well, some demagogues might care about them. Okay. So yeah. maybe I'm that kind of a demagogue. Maybe you are. <laughs> At least we've established what you are. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um... Something I wanted to ask you. Sure. I've been really wondering this for a while, actually. Okay, please. I've been, I've been embarrassed to bring it up. Do you have? I think we're doing it on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's an interesting point. But uh, do you know what uh, poker site is? Neat, neat, neat. No, me either. Do you know what poker site is? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I've never heard of any poker site being described like that. Do you know what poker site is? Great, great, great. I think it's 888. It's 888. There's no poker site called like ool, ool, ool. But there is one <laughs> no. called great or 888. It's not called great, great, great. It's called 888. And yeah. at 888poker.com, you can qualify for the main event of the World Series of Poker. You get a $12,500 package. Keep in mind, that tournament is only $10,000 buy-in. So that's a nice little extra cheddar for travel and expenses, yeah. baby. That's the good stuff. What we say? travel expenses we can put quotes around that you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) anyway you can qualify for that package for as little as one cent on 888poker.com when you sign up and you deposit use the code poker guys in all caps and use the link in the description of this podcast when you go to 888 and that way you get 20 free dollars when you deposit your first 10 dollars i mean that is pretty cool the free money plus the one cent equaling 12,500 if things go really well (laughs) you know what people would say about it it's great Great, great. I think that's what people might say about it. And, of course, you can qualify for more than one cent if you want. If yes. you don't want to take as many steps to get to that package, you can qualify for $1,000 or, right. or $20 or whatever you want to do. Admittedly, the one cent path is the longest path, as well, it should be. As it should be, but it is an awesome thing. If you do that, you can say that forever. I yeah. got into the main event for one cent. Yeah, I did something like that. I did something like that way back in the day, not for a cent, but for $1.66, and I still remember it and I'm still very happy about it. Yeah, so that could be you. You, yeah. could, you could be like 166 times better than Jonathan Levy. That's right. You can, you can, we'll, we'll make a little plaque for you. We'll send it out. We'll print it up in MS-DOS and send it in out MS-DOS. to you. MS-DOS. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a disk operating system. Yeah. I believe that um, we both have Macs though. Whatever. We'll, yeah. We'll, it'll be fine. We'll pirate the software. I don't know what we're going to do. For this great poker site, 888, we will pirate software. <laughs> That's a great, great thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out. Look in the description. Do that. Use poker guys when you, uh, first time deposit, get that $20. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Good. All right. So this hand, it happened pretty recently. Very uh, recently. Recently enough that it's no longer called the EPT. It's now called the Poker Stars Championship, which is the same thing. But I don't like the name, man. Poker Stars Championship? So, like, championship of what? Every There's a new championship every three weeks, apparently. Well, the, what are we part, talking about? Part of it must have been... I, I, the word championship, sure, I agree with you there. But this is in Panama. So yeah. PokerStars wants to do stuff everywhere. You know, they had the LAPT for a while. They have the EPT for a while. 
they decided probably they just want to make that all into one thing. Yeah, that's right. That's like, so it's just the Poker Stars thing instead of the regional thing. Even the APPT, the Asian Pacific right. Poker Tour. Right. So yeah. now it's just the Poker Stars Championship. Right. So the branding is all the same and whatever. Still got the stapes. Hey, you know, yeah. you, you got me some stapes and some hardigan. I'm a happy lad. Oh, all right. I'm a happy lad. <laughs> okay, good. You're, you're in a weird mood today. Have some bangers and mesh. That's an awful. What What is that? <laughs> it's me doing like an American doing a Scottish accent. <laughs> Scottish? Why yeah. Scottish? Well, that's Americans are bad at Scottish accents, except for some of us. Well, I'm actually good at a Scottish accent. Yeah, oh, clearly. That wasn't me. That wasn't Jonathan doing a Scottish accent. That was let's me hear, doing let's hear Jonathan doing a Scottish accent. <laughs> oh, really? We're yeah, prove your... Oh, I mean... Okay, okay, you, okay. How okay. can we not go down that path? Well, ask me where I'm going. Where are you going? To pick a fight. That was pretty good. Here, I'll do another one. All right, all right. You ready? Liam, put the gun down and give your brother a hug. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if any Scottish fans out there are offended right now. <laughs> oh, that, you didn't think that was good? That was pretty good. If you're Scottish and you were offended by that, you're welcome to do an impression of Jonathan and send it in. Put the gun down, Liam, <laughs> and give your brother a hug. I mean, that's like incredible. Wow, you really to- am, you're really tooting your own horn here. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who wants any, you don't even have to be Scottish. Anybody who wants to do an impression of Jonathan, go ahead, send it in. We are of course at Two Poker Guys on Twitter. Video or audio is fine. <laughs> I'm going to give you another another reading the same line here. Okay, okay slightly we, different. Can we get to the hand? In one second. Okay, uh, Liam. <laughs> Put the gun down. <laughs> wow, you're having way too much fun with this. <laughs> Come over here and hug your brother. Uh, okay. All right. Now we're done with that. That's enough. <laughs> Jonathan uh, is definitely a failed actor, for those of you who aren't Ooh. aware. Uh, Fail, that hurts. That does hurt. <laughs> all right. So um, we're not entirely sure of the circumstances about this hand. It was difficult to find information on this hand online other than the hand itself in video form. Well, here's what we do know. We know that there are about seven or eight players left. We don't know exactly. They're not officially at the final table because the final t- table in this event is six-handed. But they may actually all be at one table anyway. Right. You know, We're not like, clear like on the that. WPT. I kind of think they are, but it's not clear even from the video, right, right. based on how it's shot. So it doesn't. So either way, it doesn't really matter. What matters is, holy moly, check this hand out. Right. It's deep in the event, and it's an important spot. So right. we know that. All right. So the blinds are, I definitely wrote this down wrong. They're 15K, 30K. I wrote down 25K, 30K. Never heard of those blind levels before. I mean, the small blinds really obligated to see a lot yeah, of blocks. <laughs> they really are. So it's 15K, 30K. And Kenny Smarin is in the hijack, and he has 3.45 million. So He's sitting on a nice little stack there. Yeah, he's the likely chip leader, knowing uh, what the stacks were when they got to six-handed. Right. That would have been second in chips. He's got well over 100 blinds this deep in a big event. That's pretty neat. It's pretty neat stuff. So he's in the hijack, as I said. He's got 10-8 of hearts. He's obligated to raise this as the chip leader in hijack. Sure. He raises it to 65K. Pretty normal stuff. Like a man. Like, (laughs) or a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or a woman. Or a child. Or a bear. Right. Do we have to say every every species well, now not, as well? I mean, no. Cause, uh, you an, said a bear, so now I feel no. obligated to keep going. No, an iguana would limp here. <laughs> okay, good. Clearly. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you know, South American iguana. Whoa. And the racism just no, pops no, right no. out. I'm saying the Central American iguanas race here. Is that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You're, you're profiling based on where they're from, and that <laughs> is disturbing and it's upsetting. There's, the iguanas are slightly different species in these regions. Oh, yeah. You know who else made an argument like that? Who? 
I'm gonna, I don't know. People who are racist. <laughs> okay. I just decided not to go there. Any good further, good plan. We had, a, we had a, I had a whole thing, but I feel like we've done a lot I of bits like already. That's probably for Sportnado. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So 10 8 of hearts. Smerin makes it 65K. Timofeev. It's hard to say. It's T-I-M-O-F-E-E-V. Timofeev. 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 He's in the small blind. He's got jack seven of hearts, so nobody's making a straight flush here. <laughs> so funny. Um, he three bets. <laughs> he has 1.41 million, so just under 50 blinds. He decides to three bet to 210,000. What do you think about this? All right. It's better than calling. Let's start with that. It's clearly better than calling. Yeah, right? Jack Seven, even suited, doesn't play well enough to flat out of the small blind. For sure, yeah. right? Like it's just there's just too many problems and it costs too much and so on. So I like it from that point of view. Normally, this would just be a fold from the hijack if the hijack is out. Cut off hijack. What do we say? Hijack. Hijack is opening. This is just a fold. But if you're gonna play it, you can raise it. I assume Smarin is raising a lot as he's the chip leader. Yeah. Right. And he's raising from the hijack. Yeah. With this hand. So um, so I think it's fine. But, I mean, mostly you should just fold this hand. But if, if the guy's opening a lot, it's okay to pick this hand to go with, to, like, to re-raise. It's not a great spot, though. I mean, not go with. You know what I mean. Yeah. But, like, to, like, three-bet. Like, I would generally prefer uh, a, something a little more connected than this. Yeah. Like, even Jack-8 suited feels a lot prettier and they can do a lot more with than Jack-7 suited. You know, right. Jack-9 suited. Jack-10 suited may be too good. We just flat with that. But, yeah. Like, you know, maybe one suited one gappers, not that aren't jack high, you know, like six, eight suited, stuff like that. Right. I, what do you think? I think that's probably a good assessment of ranges we should be doing it with. But I have a further question about this. And sure, it's not something you could answer, but I will answer it. Okay. Well, I think it, whether or not this three beta is good or not depends on if Smarin is really opening a ton of things from the hijack. Or right. like 10-8 of hearts, that's all the data we have. That's a very reasonable hijack opening hand, and he's going to call a three-bet with that hand. Right. right. So if he has a range that in, is inclusive of only hands like that that are considered reasonable value opening hands in those positions, this is a really bad three-bet. Right, because we're going to get called a lot, and we're going to be out of position with a bad hand. Against the chip leader. Right, when we just don't have to do any of that. Right, So, but if he's opening stuff like 6-9 offsuit and things like that in the hijack just because he's running over the table, that makes this a much better three-bet because a lot of the value of this three-bet is winning the hand pre-flop. That's you, really what we want to do. Yeah, even 9-10 off, things yeah. like that, right? Like, I think that's like... He has to be opening nine ten off for this to be a, even something we could ever consider. Right. Even nine, and by the way, if nine ten off is the bottom of his opening range, we probably can't three bet Jack right. seven suited profitably. Right. So it depends. I mean, if he's like, if he's doing like the old school run over the table strategy, then certainly we can three bet here because we have fold equity. I mean, can Smarin have just lot, all the aces, including all the bad aces, and like some bad suited king? I guess and he stuff might. Like he that. might fold like his ace. Seven off suits and stuff. Right. To a so, so, so the question is: He opening like a six off from the hijack and ace four off and a seven off. Yeah, and that's a great question. If he is ace eight off, he might fold all of those. Is he opening king nine off? Is he opening king seven suited? You know, and if he is, he might fold a bunch of that too. So yeah. So that's the question. Like right. how, how how reasonable is his opening range here? We don't know. We don't know. So that's really the question as to whether or not this three bet is good or not. Yeah. But since we don't know, all we know is that in this moment. It's not amazing, even though we do have him kind of crushed with Jack Seven of Hearts against Ten Eight of Hearts. But oh, we got to go with his hand. <laughs> position is kind of a bigger factor than that at this moment, though. Absolutely. So Smarin calls as he's basically obligated to do the two hundred and ten k three bet with a hand this beautiful in position, Ten Eight of Hearts. 
So going to the flop, Timofeyev, who started the hand with under 50 blinds. Uh, Smarin, who's the chip leader, probably, with over 100 blinds. Uh, it's got jack seven of hearts in the small blind for Timofeyev and 10 eight of hearts for Smarin. Pot's 485,000. And the flop is nine of diamonds, eight of clubs, deuce of clubs. Can you run me uh, Timofeyev stack? Uh, he started with 1.41 million, and then he made it 210K. So he's got about 1.2 million. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So we got a real thing already happening here for this guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when you start with under 50 bigs and you three bet out of position, you have to three bet kind of bigger. Yeah. And the pocket's big and it gets scary. Okay. So this is a reasonably, I mean, it's not good, but it's a reasonable flop for Timofeyev once he gets called with Jack Seven of Hearts. At mm-hmm. least he has a gut shot. It's nice that he has a gut shot. Yeah. So, I mean, he's probably going to continue every flop, but it feels nice to have the gut shot at least. I would expect him to be continuing. When you, when you decide to three bet a hand like this, we're continuing every flop except maybe like, you know, 10, 7, 4 flops or something, you know, like where we make a pair yeah. that we have legit showdown value, but we don't know where we are and, you know. Right. It's harder to get called by worse, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, all right. So Timofeyev continues. He bets 225K into 485K. There's not much to say about that. It's pretty mm-hmm. standard stuff. Mm-hmm. Smarin really has only one decision, right? It's a 9-8 deuce, two club board. He's got 8-10 of hearts. Calling is really the only decision. It's one of those where it's like, at least I'm the chip leader because I'm putting these chips in. And, you know, if he actually has value here, I'm generally screwed. But but I have outs against everything. I have outs against... Except for sets of nines. nines yeah. yeah. I have outs against everything, and I'm in position, and we can. I don't have to call down. Yeah. I'll, I can make decisions later based on his bet sizing and if he bets and the board, et cetera, et cetera. It's a good spot. We certainly are happy yeah. to have flopped an eight. Right. Obviously, Timofeyev has it in him to three-bet light, so we can't be folding once we hit a pair. I mean, it'd be absurd to call as the chip leader and then fold when we flop this well. Right. So we can't do that. So he does call. Smarin calls. The pot's now 935000 and things are getting real for Timofeyev because he's got $1.18 million left. Yeah, this is the problem with this whole setup that I'm not in love with. Like, can't we just do better than this? Anyway, whatever. Like, you, think, you think you should wait for a more valuable hand to do stuff like this I just with? Wanna, can't we have a hand that's going to flop better, have more equity, show down better, things like that? They don't have to be good hands. They just have to be better. Like, this hand doesn't show down and doesn't flop very well. Yeah. I don't know. Like, can't we just... Can't we wait to have Jack-9 suited at least? It flops better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. This Jack-7 thing is just weird. If we had Jack-9 suited, we'd be ahead right now. But instead, I we know. have Jack-7 suited and we're behind. Why do you think I chose Jack-9, bro? Dude, you are sick. So sick! Yeah, I just happened to say that. Yeah. But anyway. All right. So, 935K in the pot. 9-8 deuce, two clubs. We got a bunch of hearts. Jack-7 against 10-8. Uh, Timofeyev with the Jack-7. Smarin with the 10-8. Also, Smarin and Timofeyev may prove to have hearts themselves. A bunch of hearts. <laughs> like a cow? No, that's stomachs. A cow? Cow's Does anything? Stu- what is there any? Just for a quick moment, are there any animals that are known to have more than one? Heart? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. so either. Because that's that's but I crazy. Haven't, I haven't watched Planet Earth two yet, though. So I'm not, oh, so anything's everything's yeah. up for grabs. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <I> guess. <laughs> All right. So the turn is the four of hearts. Obviously, doesn't change anything. Timofeyev still has just the gut shot with Jack High, and Smarin's got a pair of eights with ten eight. Tim, uh, and Timofeyev has just over a pot size bet left. Right. So he checks. I think he's giving up if Smarin bets. It's over. I don't know what else he can do. Is he going to check shove for, you know, giving Smarin like four and a half to one or something like that? Doesn't sound like a good plan. I think we're giving up. We're like, okay, that sucked. I'm out. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. So when we're Smarin and Timofeyev checks here, 
what are we thinking about that? Do we think that removes overpairs from his range, or do we think he has overpairs still? This is a great question. I think this is one of the key questions of the hand right, right here. So do we believe that Timofeev would actually check an overpair or a strong hand, which is effectively yeah. what? Ace nine plus, right? Yeah. Um, it's hard to imagine that he would when he's in this much jeopardy, right? Like the board is eight, nine. We were called once. Jack 10 is a big part of uh, Smarin's range. There's also two clubs. Two clubs. Like, wouldn't we continue with our strength here? I feel like we just continue because we'd be really happy to win the pot right now with our two aces. Like, get out of my pot. I need this pot. I cannot afford to lose this pot. Like, go away. That's it's, fine. It's right? possible that Smarin has been really, really involved in a lot of pots, you know, because he has so many chips. Yeah. Maybe Smarin bets in this spot a lot. Maybe yeah. he often has nothing and bets in this spot a lot, and Timofeyev might decide to go for a check shove with an overpair. Well, that's the only thing we'd be concerned about, clearly, is Smarin, right? Like, yeah. We don't think, like, honestly, if it went check call, we think I probably have the best hand if it goes check call. Like, yeah. I'm probably not going to bet the river if he checks again, but I probably have the best hand. Um, huh, yeah, that's the only thing we... That's the question. Is he actually going to do it? Does he think we're going to check back a lot or not? Like, it's a really close spot. Here's the second question, which follows that up. Let's say Timofeyev doesn't have an overpair or, and we're ahead, okay. right? which we're going to be at least a fair amount of the time, right? especially when he takes this line. Yeah. So if we bet, he's probably going to fold. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. The pot's big. Yeah. We don't mind winning this pot. Right. But it does sort of like suck. Don't we want to win all the chips? Of course, we want to win all the chips. <laughs> so, like, we can't like we can't get any more chips unless we check if we're ahead. Almost all. I guess you could have two sevens and decide to call. But basically, yeah. Like most of the time, if we check, we might induce or get a hero on the river. But if we bet, we're probably just gonna fold out all the worst hands, it which seems, is okay though, right? It's, I don't know if it's okay. So this is this is the to me this is a real interesting moment. Right. I'm not sure if it's okay or not, because I guess it really comes back to the question of if Timofeyev has overpairs that he plays this way in order to check shove the turn with, Right. then we probably shouldn't be betting because that's going to happen too frequently for it to be profitable. But if he has a more standardized range and he is checking because he missed and it's a bad turn card, I think checking is probably the right option and just to bluff catch the river because maybe Timofeyev goes for it on the river and you yeah. can always call then. Right. The The only problem is, you know, we, we don't deny him his equity. Which right. Does kind of, excuse me, does kind of suck. Don't, don't, drinking, drink, don't drink fizzy water. I'm drinking fizzy water and uh, it, it, got, it got me. Yeah. <laughs> it came back. And, and I think you learned your lesson. Don't drink fizzy water while we podcast. Fizzy water is like it from It Follows. You know, it, it's slow. <laughs> but it's always there. <laughs> it's coming. Um, so, uh, so, ah, oh, man. I, the question. I mean, it really is an interesting question. So we're saying, like, if we do think he's got a lot of overpairs, then we probably shouldn't bet, right? right. If we think, he, if he think, if he thinks we're going to bet a lot here, then he might be check shoving to you know pick up an extra four hundred k, which would right. be a good play, and get in a really good spot even if we decide to call. But if he doesn't have overpairs, then. Okay, so we wouldn't want to bet if he has a lot of overpairs. If he doesn't have a lot of overpairs, you're sort of saying you don't think he should bet anyway because we want to try and get paid off on the river or induce on the river. Right. I don't know. But we have to balance that with the fact that there is equity we're, we're allowing. Yeah, I don't think there's enough equity that we need to deny it if he just has two overs. I assume Timofeyev wouldn't show up with two clubs too often here. Then there would be a lot of equity, but he's not going to fold that anyway, by the way. I mean, if he does show up with two clubs, he's going to be check shoving the turn, yeah. and it's not going to be great for us anyway. Right. right? So, 
that's fine. Like if he has two clubs, we probably do want to check. Yeah. Or, or move him in. Like we want to, or bet enough that you know he can't check shove profitably. Essentially, like we're gonna call moving in for protection seems crazy to me. Here. I agree. Yeah, I agree. No, I'm just saying like we can't bet small trying to charge the clubs here because they're not gonna allow themselves to be charged. Right? They're gonna be check shoving. Yeah. Or giving up. But they're, right. So either way, that's not great. Clubs aren't giving up. No. So they're gonna check shove. Yeah. So that's not great. But you wouldn't expect clubs to be here. You'd expect clubs to continue betting. Um, well, just because of the stack sizes and stuff like that, it's possible they would go for the check shove. Because it's sort of like an awkward, if he bets like 350K and gets moved in on, he has to fold. You know, if he gets called, it sets up a weird, a really weird river spot. I don't know. If he has but if he, two overs with clubs, maybe moving in the turn is better. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. But like, you can't bet small. So I'm saying it sets up, only, there's only a few things you can do with clubs. And it's like sort of move in, check shove. Check, give up. Those are your only three options. Yeah. So, like, it sort of sets... Like, those could all be sort of poopy when you have no pair. You know what I mean? You're like... And you're like, you think you're one of the better players left. I'm sure, based on the fact that he three-bet with Jack-7 suited, he thinks he's a really good player. Right. He probably is. I don't know anything about his resume, but he probably is. We're going down a bit of a rabbit hole here, yeah, but I want to continue slightly. Cool. It's all a right. thought experiment. So, assuming Timofeyev has clubs and decides to check shove, which feels like a weird idea... I'm a little worried about the size being enough, give him enough fold equity. Well, that's, on. that's, uh, I was thinking about that. And then I was thinking it really depends on Smarin's frequencies of floating and bluffing. Yeah. Cause if Smarin has a lot of float bluffs in him, that's a great play because he's going to have to fold anyway. And yeah. He, and then we have obviously the escape valve of if we get called, we still have a draw. Especially if we have at least one or one over, if not two. Yeah. That sounds pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be a great way to play it as long as Smarin doesn't move us in himself where he's like, I'm all in. Yeah, then we have to fold. Then we just have to fold a really good hand that we didn't have to play this way. And we're like, I wish I had moved in myself on the turn. If we're Timofeyev, further thought experiment. So, again, the board is 8-9 deuce with two clubs. Turns the four of hearts. So, if we're Timofeyev, let's let's say we have jack-10 of clubs. Yeah. If if we check and Smarin moves in, do we fold? I mean, I don't think we would. Oh, man. It's such a bad spot no matter what we do. (laughs) All right, so let's figure it out. So we'd be getting a little bit worse than two to one, plus ICM. Okay, uh, but let's not. But ICM is not huge yet. Yeah, probably not. It's not the money jumps aren't until later. But the first place in this is only two hundred ninety k. Second place is like two hundred and twenty k or something. So right now they've made like twenty thousand and they're like five k jumps. Okay, I'm not saying those are nothing. Obviously, right? But you shouldn't be if with two hundred ninety k up top. You shouldn't be worried about that aspect of it. Right? Yeah. I kind of think Jack Ten of Clubs is just going to move in itself and not not go. But that's I, not I'm, the point. I'm not saying that. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm I'm getting there. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm working. It's in process. <laughs> I'm you know me and me and Liam are thinking about all it right, together. That's enough of that. Oh my god! Did you hear how good that one was? So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so if we have Jack Ten of Clubs, somehow we come up with the check. We're getting two to one. We have Jack High. It's possible not all our overs are good. It's possible not all our outs are good. How about, let me say it that yeah. way. Like, we might be up against a better club draw once in a while. Seems unlikely, but it's possible. We'll probably get raised on the flop. Uh, probably, but not guaranteed. Yeah. Not guaranteed. Uh, what if the guy has, you know, ace four of clubs, and he's like, I have ace high. I'm just going to call this small bet and figure it out on the turn. Like, yeah. It's, totally, it's possible. Yeah. Um, so we could be up against better clubs. We could be up against uh, hands that have us dominated. You know, like. Yeah. We have Jack-10, but he could have been against, like, Jack-9 suited or Ace-Jack or something like that. Like, he just moves in with Ace-Jack with no pair, and we call it now whatever yeah. Jacks are good. You know? I, I don't it's know like, if he's going to move in with Ace-Jack. Okay, fine. Queen-Jack. Like, we could come up with Queen-Jack he might move in with. Like, that makes more sense than Ace-Jack, right? You think he's going to move in, though, with, with Queen-Jack? 
your this is your thought experiment where I, we checked and then the guy well, moves that, well, in. Well, part part of it is what is his move in range? Well, what is his move in? I don't think Queen Jack's in it. What do you think is in it? I think probably. It's hard to come up with anything that it might be Ace Nine and better. So you think why would he? You don't think he would just take a shot with Queen Jack here? He might take a shot. I don't know if he'd move in. But yeah, I mean. Well, let's go back to the first part of the question, which is let's not even worry. Let's just think about the price we're getting with Jack-10. Yeah. So we have more than 12 outs. We have 15 outs for straight and flushes, right? Right. And if he has ace-9, then we have another six outs. Right. We can't count all of those. So right. let's give ourselves three outs with that. Let's say okay. three or four outs. So we go from 15 to like 18 or 19. We are getting the right price to call. Yes. So now it comes down to you like to call it ICM, but it's a little bit different. It's more right. tournament life, is tournament right. life, yeah. Um, so I guess if we feel like we are one of the very best players left, we probably shouldn't call. And if we feel like we're one of the worst players left, but we have to be able to make an honest assessment about this. Like yeah. if you look around, you feel like, wow, everyone's really good. You probably call here, yeah. Even if you think I'm really good, but so is everybody else. This is a tough table, right. and it's a tough lineup the rest of the way. Then you should call and gamble. Right. If you look around, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's fish forever, you know, <laughs> then you should fold. Right. That uh, seems like much more important than actually what the guy's even moving in with. Because yeah. we have Jack High. Even if he could be moving in as a bluff and beating us no matter what. Right. No, that's fair. These are all fair points. And we should probably end that experiment because it's way off the path. But, okay. Um, all the same, I, I one more thing. If if it's really tough table, we're probably moving in with Jack Tennant Clubs in the turn ourselves. Because, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm just going to move in, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, all right, it just feels much better. Let's reset reality here. All right, so Good it's uh, nine of diamonds, eight of clubs, deuce of clubs, flop, turns the four of hearts. Timofeyev in the small blinds got jack seven of hearts. Smarin in position in the hijack has ten eight of hearts. Right. We've just gone seen a check from Timofeyev on the turn. We were discussing whether or not Smarin should be uh, what, what he should be thinking about Timofeyev's range, which is really to say, should he be betting? Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty close. Like you seem to think it's a pretty clear check. I don't. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine to bet and fold out the ace queens of the world. You know, I think it's really okay to do that. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure they're going to fold. They probably will based on stack size. I guess they kind of they kind of have to. Um, if we don't think he's got a lot of check raises in him, I think it's really fine to bet here, and it's okay. We don't always have to get max value with a hand this week. You know, it's like I'm going to play to you know induce. Like I mean, I only have second pair with no kicker. Let's not lose our minds here. It's okay just to win. Like this is a big pot already. I agree, but before all of your incredulous words, you did say something very important, <laughs> which was if he doesn't have a lot of check raises in him. Right, of that's course. the real question. Yeah, of course. Because if he does, then checking is clearly better. But we think he probably is going to continue. We think a normal good player would continue most of the time here. Let me say it that way. Unless we think Smarin is just going to stab constantly. We're just going to continue with our big, our big pairs and big hands because there is a very, there's a lot of draws that can come in here and a lot of bad cards that are going to suck if it goes check-check, right? Well, I mean, it all comes down to stuff that we can't really know, which is how good Timofeyev is, what Timofeyev's perception of Smarin is, and... If Smarin is thinking about Timofeyev's perception of Smarin the same way that Timofeyev is. Right. So we can't really know. It, in the end, Smarin decides to check. Right. Which I prefer. And you do I don't not. hate it. I don't hate it. I don't, I don't know what's better. I think both are fine as ultimate. I don't, I don't know that I feel strongly about one or the other. I think it's really fine to bet here and end the hand a lot. I think it's okay. I think I I know personally if I were in this spot, I would check. That's just I, – I know that's how I would play One, Well, it. the thing is in a three-bet pot, it's often like – Feels like let's keep the pot small. Yeah. <laughs> like he did three bet it. Like well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It sucks to get shipped out, especially when I have a real hand. Right. You know. So I, I understand. I think probably in a real world situation, I check here more than I'm I'm advocating. 
but I'm wondering if it's actually better to bet and not get to showdown when you have what is likely the best hand and the pot is sizable. Well, then it doesn't really matter what your hand is, right? Um, that's a fair point. Well, we could get called, though, by sevens and sixes and things that's, like that. Well, that's questionable. You think sevens are just going to fold on this board? I, I don't think so. Are, are sevens going to three bet? That's like a perfect not three betting hand. Well, I mean, that's true, but they might be three betting anyway based on the behavior here. When, he, when he's picking jack seven suited to three bet with, he may be three betting with a lot sevens of hands. Sevens are too good. Sevens are too good for you. I don't know if they're too good for Timofeyev. Okay. I Some think, people are going to three bet I think sevens. it's a stretch to assume he's going to show up with sevens here. I mean, the thing about sevens is when you call from the small blind, you allow the big blind to come in at an incredible price. And now everyone calls. when All the big blinds call with all their crappy hands now. They didn't used right, to do so that. Right. So we put in 2.05 blinds and we're set mining and it's fine. Right. But we don't have to set mine. We could also three bet and often win a nice pot and, and get it and heads up against the guy with a bad range. Like, that's not so bad. Okay. This isn't really worth arguing about because okay. I don't think he shows up with sevens that often. Here. I agree. All right. So either way, Smarin checks. Yeah. And the board is 9-8 deuce, two clubs, turn four of hearts. Smarin, of course, has 10-8 of hearts, and Timofeyev has jack seven of hearts. The river is a wet one. It's yeah. a wet river. It's a jack of clubs. So this rockets Timofeyev to first place out of two. This is why if we had two queens, we probably would have bet the turn. Because like this card, you're just like, ugh, if you have two queens. Right? right. This is a terrible card for all over pairs. Right. Unless it's a pair of jacks. But it's still not great because it's it completes queen 10, it completes 7-10, and it completes clubs. All those are very reasonable holdings. Yeah. Although the thing we'll have to, we'd have to think about is, do we think all those holdings check the turn? Do we think they bet? Right. Once we check. Yeah. So, but anyway... We're going to have to think about that a lot in a second here. Yeah, we sure are. Yeah. So if you're Timofeyev, what do you want to do here? Because you have jack seven. You just rivered top pair with really no kicker. Well, it's a weird spot in some ways, right? Because we have a good hand now. Suddenly, we have a good hand. Not the best, but a good hand. We have a playable. It's one of, our, it's one of the better rivers we could see. I yeah. wish it wasn't a club, but it's still one of the better rivers we could see. And... If we check, because it went check, check on the turn, and there's a third club, often it's going to go check, check on the river, and we can't get any more value, right? Yeah. So we do have top pair. It's not crazy to go for value here. What are we going to get called by? I don't know, but what called us on the flop? Like Any eight, any nine. Maybe, maybe this guy's got two sixes, two sevens, two fives, and he might decide to call. He might decide. He might decide to call with nine, ten, eight, ten, seven, eight, seven, nine. Right. Those hands. All sorts of things. Ace, Ma- nine. Right. Maybe he finds a hero with a worse hand, too, with like yeah. a big ace. I don't know. Maybe. Not impossible. Not likely. Not likely. Not likely, but not impossible. Right. Because we're sort of, it, when we bet here, it looks a little bit polarized, right? When the jack of clubs comes. So we might get a few, it's, it's, a, it's almost a merge. It's not a merge. We're not really expecting better hands to fold. But we, we, do, we might get calls from a lot of heroes that would think we have a better hand than we do. Okay. Well, Timofeyev is going to try to avoid being polarized with his bet sizing. He is going to bet. Yeah. But he bets small. He bets 375K and 935K. See, that's that's kind of interesting, too. So it? I think that makes him far less polarized than if he bet 500 or more. I agree. I agree. He's not saying, boy, I hope you have ace jack. He's no. saying, call me with your two sevens, buddy. Yeah. Call me with your ace nine. Right. Is it transparent? I don't know. We don't, we, this is the only hand I've ever seen Timofey of play. So for a lot of players, this would be transparent. For a lot of players, this is weak value, right? Um, but not everyone. A lot of a lot of other players would bet this with with the nuts. Yeah. So would. or queen ten or something like that. Right. And they would be like, I hope I, with queen ten they're like, I hope I don't get raised, but I sure hope I get called. Yeah. Because I've got a very strong hand, and I probably can't fold if I get raised anyway. But we'll see. 
We'll you know? see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Smarin is reading into this bet. Yeah. And it's an interesting spot for Smarin because he does have technically a showdownable hand. He does. But would Timofeyev bet with non-club ace-king, ace-queens now? Ace-tens, king-tens, king-queens. Would he do that? I mean, maybe if he had the ace of clubs and he decides to turn those hands into a bluff. But if he did, would he size it this That's, way? That was Probably the next not. question. Yeah. Probably not. It takes, it takes some serious discipline and commitment to balance to bet your bluffs this size on a river. Right, because you're inviting the call. Yeah. You're saying, go ahead. It's cheap. You can do it. Right. And it may come down to as simple as what you'd like to talk about from our Daniel Negreanu interview, where right. Negreanu said, some guys only think about the price. Some guys kind of think about whether you have it or not. They're the feel guys, and you have to decide what the guy is and then bluff accordingly. You size your bets accordingly, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so we don't know anything about what these guys are as far as that is concerned. But if I was going to guess, I would think that Timofeyev thinks Smarin is a math guy. Yeah. Because he's saying, you just have to call with your ace nine, right? Look at the price I'm laying you. You're going to be good enough of the time. You just have to call. Right. So I think what Smarin, based on what Smarin does, I think Smarin reads into this bet as a transparent bet in the way that Timofeyev is doing it. Timofeyev kind of messed up this bet. It looks like. Yeah. Because Smarin moves in with his 10-8. He, does, he so... doesn't call or fold, which it's a showdownable hand. He yeah. moves in. He's saying, okay, I guess you usually don't have ace-king or ace-queen. If you do, you're going to fold anyway, so who cares? It's fine. Right. But I got to get you off of all of your weird marginal hands. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you have that you feel you can bet for value here? That's question number one that, I, that I'm ahead of. Hard to come up with anything. Right. Hard to come up with hands that you have, by the way, for value either that are strong, but maybe you hit that jack in some weird way. You could have ace-jack. You could have ace-jack, for sure. Could could you have some weird overpair that you played this way, and now you don't know where you are because it's a club? Whatever it is, I look at you, I see this bet size. You are not thrilled about this this board, and you're getting small, almost as a blocker. Right. Like, I know what I do when I see a blocker. (laughs) I eat it alive. All right. Okay. Interesting. I eat it alive. Okay. Play that one more time, would you, Jimmy? I eat it alive. Thanks, Jimmy. That, that guy's name is Steve. I call him Jimmy. He knows. It's okay. Is that his middle name? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so I think a key question for Smarin here is, does Timofeyev have overpairs that he played this way? Because overpairs in Jack-7 aren't that different as right. far as value is concerned against Smarin's range. Right. Um, so what Smarin is saying is, I have Queen-10 or better. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's saying I have Queen 10 or better. I think he's assuming that Timofeyev doesn't show up with flushes because Timofeyev didn't bet the turn. That may or may not be true, but I think you kind of have to assume that in order to make this play. The problem is, as we were talking about, Timofeyev may have had clubs and be going for the check raise on the turn, right? It well, wasn't impossible, and so... I assume Smarin is, is thinking that's not the case or else he wouldn't do this. I agree, but I'm saying like I'm not sure if that's a fair thing to think. Right. Yeah, I don't know if it is either. Because these guys might have history. I don't know. Yeah, and, and he may just know that this guy like is he's going to bet a lot of the time, and he has any equity, or if he picks up equity and all that kind of stuff. And a flush draw is just too much equity to check the turn with. He may know that, right? But it's an interesting thing because both guys you would think would be likely to bet their clubs on the turn. Yeah, especially Smarin, by the way. Yeah, I guess. But maybe maybe if he had something like ace four of clubs, like you were saying, that would have paired the four. Any four with a club, actually. Maybe mm. he would have decided to check because he has showdown value against the big big aces. Okay, but he had to call on the flop with those. Oh, that's right. Two clubs. He's yeah. fine. He's fine to call on the flop. Um, yeah, okay. I guess he could then show to, he could check those back. That's true. 
But that's what we're down to, right? Basically. What was the yeah, that's about it. What was the um the turn? The turn was the four. It was the four of hearts. So yeah. what was the, and it was je- it was nine eight what? Actually, here's an interesting thing. It's nine eight deuce, the nine is the non club. Okay. So So it can have top pair and clubs. Yes, Marin might decide to play top pair with clubs the way he's played it so far. He might raise He'd it. He'd probably raise that on the flop. He probably he might would. not though, because actually he does have that showdown value. He does right? have showdown value. He's like Jack Ten of clubs. It's it's you know, Jack Nine of clubs. Or right. Something if he, like. he he has showdown value and he's not folding out a better hand anyway. Right. But so. he, doesn't, he doesn't mind getting in with a better hand. But there's not a lot of value in it. Either, no, there's right? not. It's like you're fifty fifty. It's kind of flippy, and you don't really yeah. want to do that. Right. Yeah. You want the guy to have ten nine somehow. Yeah. Or the same hand. But these are unlikely scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. Right. Okay. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. So. So Smarin moves in. Smarin moves in. Yeah. What do we think about this? I think it's. I think he's reading into the sizing. I think Me he's too. reading into it as not a straighter better. Certainly not. And he's saying, okay, this is kind of a blockish value, but he wants to get value from my eight and my nine. I think that's. I think Timofey have probably assessed the hand pretty well. Thought Smarin had an eight or a nine, and decided he can get value from that. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't bet to this size. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Smarin is reading into that. And saying, yeah, you know what? I'm the guy who can have seven ten suited a lot here. I'm the guy who has queen ten some of the time, and I'm the guy who has nine x and four x of clubs. So I'm all in. Good luck. I don't know if I believe all of that, but I do believe the nine x and four x of clubs. Although nine x of clubs may bet the turn, but it may not. It right? may not for all the same reasons that the eight wouldn't bet the turn. I right. guess. Except nine x clubs has a lot more, a lot more equity, a lot more equity, and can call shoves for sure, yeah. very comfortably. And the eight really can't. Or at least is in a tough spot, depending on how we size it ourselves, right? I mean, we're going to be getting the right price if we bet call the turn with 9x of clubs, but our equity is so much yeah. less than it was on the flop against overpairs. No question. No question. Uh, okay. So so we might decide to check those back. But but I don't know if we can really have queen 10 and 10-7. We, we're not going to bet our straight draws on the turn when they check to us, these non-showdownable straight draws? I yeah, think we he's are. probably going to. You're right. And we're going to bet like... Bad clubs on the turn, too. Like, pair, I agree with you. The pairs, the nine and the fours that are clubs as well, sure. Maybe ace-high clubs? Do you think May, he... Maybe ace-high clubs, too. Okay. You... Maybe. A bad ace-high clubs? I'm not sure. Like, we could just be up against a better ace, but we might not. But we might have the best ace. If we have ace-ten or ace-jack of clubs, maybe we... I guess ace-jack of clubs is impossible now. Well, it is, yeah. Yeah. But So if we have ace-ten of clubs or ace-queen of clubs, okay. which we might play this way yes. in some universes, maybe we check back the turn with Agreed. those Agreed. But if we have a really bad ace, if we have ace-five of clubs, are we going to just check it back and like hope he has like king-high? Because that's what we're down to. Have king-high and don't bet the river, or I need to get there. Sounds like we should probably bet because of, of yeah. how tight... In theory, anyway, the, the range we're up against, the three-betting range we're up against that plays it like this is often a, a big ace, right? But maybe once we call the flop with ace-five of clubs, we decide we don't want to have to be in the position on the turn where we have to call it off. We could move in. We could move in. And just say, fold your better ace. What are you going to do? Yeah. If you fair. call me, it's not the end of the world. All right. Let's, for, for the sake of this argument, let's remove that. Okay. okay. So let's, let's actually come up with hands. So I agree with you that the seven tens and queen tens aren't really there because Smarin would very likely bet those on the turn when he's given the opportunity. Yeah. Seems really likely to me. May, I mean, of clubs, he'd probably just move in with those anyway on the turn or right. or on the flop because it's like such a good hand on the flop and it doesn't have showdown value. Right. Um, so the clubs that I think he can reasonably show, reasonably show up with here are nine, seven of nine, six of clubs plus. Okay. Right. Nine, sure. six, nine, seven, nine, ten. Keep going. 
Queen King, ten, not King King nine. King nine of clubs. Yeah. Queen nine. Yeah. Not Jack nine, obviously, because the Jack of clubs is out there. Ace nine. Ace nine. So that's yep. what six combos. Sounds right. Um, the four X of clubs you can reasonably have are, I think, Ace four, four five, four six, and maybe three four. Yeah, I think that's it. So that's ten club combos that we think he could reasonably show up with here. Yeah. Okay. That that's fair, right? I think so. Is that all he has for value? Uh, well, we also came up with the ace queen and ace ten of clubs. Okay, two more. So, that's, so it's, I don't know if he has any other value here. That's twelve combos of it, value. Let's play. Let's play a game for a second. Let's play the game of um, what's Marin's first name? It's not Dennis. It's Kenny. Here. Kenny. Kenny flopped a set. Let's play that game. Okay. Ke- is Kenny really not going to bet the turn if Kenny flopped a set? Is there a is there a time and a place where Kenny just checks it back and then moves in on the river? It doesn't seem like it. Is Kenny? Not gonna raise the flop with the set. Also, he might decide to p- slow play, and then when when I can't get there though, when Timofeev checks the turn, he might say, "Well, I don't want to. I'm gonna just if I bet he's just gonna fold anyway." Checks, but then when Timofeev bets the river, when we have a set, call. we're just gonna call, right? What's the point of raising? I guess if we really think Timofeev never shows up with a flush here, but we still have to get called. Yeah, it seems like just a bad play to raise when you have a hand that strong. Yeah, but but vulnerable to, in, on this board. Yeah, I like, think I think Smarin's really only got flushes. Okay, so if he only has flushes, we came up with, what, 12 combos? Yeah. Cool. And bluffs could be... What are some obvious bluffs? Well, Jack-10 is no longer a bluff. He would just call with Jack-10. Um, right. Right. No, I understand that. I'm saying, like, it, before the Jack game, if it was a different club, yeah. it could be a bluff. Right. But we don't think he has straight draws. What bluffs are there? I guess he could have... No, he would definitely bet 5-6 on the turn, right? Or 6-7, six, six, excuse me. Okay, he could have all aces with the ace of clubs that are pretty big aces that he decides not to fold on the flop. Like, he could have ace-queen with the ace of clubs. Things like that. Ace-queen, ace-king, ace-ten with the ace of clubs. He could have those hands. Those are the most reasonable bluffs, but they're still kind of crazy to put in there. Why? He has to decide to play them all this way, where he doesn't bet the turn. He calls the flop. He also might have pre-flop with ace-king, almost certainly four-bet. Yeah. Not 100%, but it's certainly possible. Um, Ace-queen, he might have four-bet. He might yeah. not have because it's like a 50-point right. stack. You don't want to do it. That's, I, why, I would that's think... why I didn't give Ace-king of clubs when including yeah. value. Yeah. So. Um, but Ace-queen is at least possible, and Ace-ten is possible. But that's not very many. I mean, that's what eight combos total anyway, even if you're giving them all of them. And I don't think you can. I agree. Not all. Because he's not going to play them all this way. He's going to bet those on the turn sometimes, and he's not going to move it on the river sometimes with the other one. So maybe we give him two. Max. Right. There's that. But that's more traditional ranging. Yeah. These guys are playing at a pretty high level, I think. And it's really possible that Timofeyev knows that he should be inclusive of hands like Smarin's in bluffs because because of the situation with the sizing where right. Timofeyev is making some sort of transparent sizing. Smarin reads into it, but Timofeyev is aware that Smarin has read into it. You know who this reminds me of? No. Max Martinez. Ah. Remember, remember, he's like, what you got? What you got? I block, you block, the blocker, I caught. Yeah. Remember? That's how he, that's basically what, that was a pretty good impression. That was better than my Scottish impression. <laughs> you. And the Scottish impression was amazing. You are just very full of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. All right, sure. Mama uh, raised me right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do you think, as Tim of it's reasonable to include eights and nines, some flopped eights and nines in the bluff range? I mean, wow. Uh, I think it's only reasonable to include that if we feel we know a lot about Smarin. Right. Like, we can't just say, like, oh, this player is just going to turn a, a reasonable 
uh, hero hand into a bluff here. Like, we need to know uh, that the player's really capable of that. And obviously, very good players are capable of this. But a lot, yeah. of, a lot of players just don't have this play in them, you know? Like, you're thinking call or fold. Like, when this happens, you don't think move in. Yeah. And in fact, it would be very reasonable for Schmerin to decide to call here rather than race. But I agree with you. I think he's probably seeing this bet size and things. It doesn't matter. Like, this guy has something. Maybe I'm ahead once in a while, but I'm losing sometimes too. And it doesn't matter because if I move in, what's he going to do? Yeah. And then, so I'm just going to do what we like to call the just-in-case play. Right. Just in case I'm losing, you can't call anyway. Right. Yeah. You bet that size, you're just going to fold. So, in the end, Timofeyev calls this move in. Yeah. Again, he has jack seven. Yeah. And this three-flush board with two straights possible. It's pretty outrageous. Yeah. This is... This is an outstanding call. This is an outstanding call, and I think it comes down to this. I think it comes down to Smarin thinking the way Timofeyev played the hand, Timofeyev never has a flush, and Timofeyev right. thinking the way Smarin played the hand, Smarin never has a flush. I think that's most of it, and I think you can put the cherry on top with Timofeyev understanding that when he sizes it this way, he is inducing right. sometimes against the aggressive player. I mean, and, he tanked for a long time. Right, but... The, but Still, he's saying there's like, uh, neither this guy really can't have a flush very often. He knows I can't have a flush very often either. Neither of us really have straights either very much. What's he supposed to have? But he sure could have moved in because he didn't like my size, because my sizing, because he loved my sizing, right. I should say. But my sizing makes me look weak. And it's one of those spots where you hope you don't lever yourself into a call because of the sizing, right. which I've sort of underrepped my hand. At the bear, actually, you're kind of no. just normally repping. He's hand. not underrepping okay. his hand. He's repping his hand, but that's what he's doing. He sort of repped his hand pretty well for the strength of it. Yeah. Right? So he's like, well, he thinks he can just move in and get me to fold. But boy, it sucks when you're wrong. It does suck when you're wrong. But Timofeyev was right. Yes, he was. Yeah. What a big call by Timofeyev. I think it's a good move in by Smarin too. Me too. I love it. I think it's right because I. I mean, we said all of these things, but. About Smarin checking the turn specifically, but in general, I don't think Timofeyev has too many flush draws the way he gets to the river. I agree. I think he bets the turn a lot with his flush draws. Yeah. And I think Smarin does too. And Smarin just thinks that doesn't matter because he can put the full pressure of the stack on Timofeyev. And he can probably have more flush draws than Timofeyev has played, probably just a little bit. But Timofeyev just doesn't believe it. It's also possible that Smarin has seen Mazk. Maz, Timofeyev. <laughs> you were thinking of Timofey Mozgov. I was. Yeah. I was. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Smart's seen Timofeyev when he's got the nuts or really big hands and how he sizes the river. And he, like, sizes for, at least he's seen him size for big value. Right. You know? So, and both of them know that, basically. Yeah. And maybe Smart isn't aware that Timofeyev knows that about Smartin too, that Smartin see me do it this way. So, like, when I have the nut flush or something, I go for big value because I'm trying to get heroed. Like, yeah. I bet so much on the river anyway. I bet so many times. I just go for big value here. And, uh, like, I, I truly do put out a polarizing bet when I have a polarized hand. Yeah. You know? So, so like, then Smartin can just move in because he's like, I know you don't got it, bro. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> this has been Impressions and Voices with Jonathan Levy. Yeah, really great. All right, so with that, that's a really cool hand. These guys ended up going 1-2 in this tournament. 1-3. 1-3. Three. 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 Smarin wins the tournament anyway. Nice <laughs> job. Yeah. Nice job. You probably deserved it, man. Yeah. It was a great move in on the river. And, and Timofeyev finishes third for like 170 k Not too shabby. And, you know, that was an amazing call. It was a cool hand. 
you might deserve it too. I can't say as clearly. <laughs> All right, that, yeah, that was a cool one. Thanks for the suggestions. Oh, yeah. by the, I forgot who, to say who suggested well, that, didn't maybe I? Maybe this is the time to bring it up. Yeah. Well, if they're suggesting hands, they're probably still listening, right? Ben Jones, Groves, and Cameron Speed. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we appreciate that. Of course, they were suggested on Twitter. We are at Two Poker Guys, the number two poker guys. Send in your suggestions for hands for us to break down. We will do them. Yep, and I mean, we will see you guys soon. Yeah. Sunlight.